Welcome to another MM199 student podcast, where our student perspectives meet the airwaves. This semester, our MM199 students spoke with Washburn faculty and staff to talk about the awesome courses everyone can take here at Washburn. Grab your headphones and get ready to enroll into our School of Sound. Hi, uh, my name is Shania and this is... Stephanie Granada. Uh, we have a very special guest here today, Stacy Connors. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Uh, she's a faculty member in the field of Family and Studies and Human Services. Uh, she is studying, or she's teaching spring of 2024 next year, next semester, uh, working with parents and youth. That's right. uh, she's also specializing in marriage and family health. Thank you for coming, Stacey. How are you yeah, doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, so before we get started into this, uh, could you tell us a little about yourself and your lecture of working with parents and youth before we get into this? You bet, yeah. So um, I am trained as an assist. so now I'm an associate professor at Washburn. I've been here six years and have enjoyed teaching and getting to even do research while I'm here. And my background, I have two licenses to practice uh, marriage and family therapy, but also um, addiction counseling, and so I've been able to merge the two of those specialty areas to teach lots of different courses in family and human services, but I'm especially excited to teach the Working with Parents and Youth course in the spring. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, could you tell us uh, how you got to teach Working with Parents and Youth here at Washburn? You bet. I it, The course is fairly new in the sense that we haven't taught it probably longer than five years, but we started to develop uh, the course because we wanted our students to be more prepared in educating, you know, maybe in their community or educating families or children in just what to expect with all the things and changes that happen across the lifespan. So um, we especially were motivated because uh, we have an affiliation with the National Council on Family Relations, and they have this credential that's nationally recognized where students could apply after they complete our program in family services, they can apply to become provisionally certified as family life educators. So this class was developed out of that foundation of knowing we wanted students to get that credential and be trained professionals to work with families, work with kids, uh, parents, whatever it is on on these topics. So it became a core requirement of our major at that point. Nice. Well, um, what are some effective strategies for building positive relationship with parents and youth? Yeah, it's it varies based on who is developing that relationship. So if it's really a focus on the relationship between parents and their kids, the first thing we would we would discuss is the the role and the importance of that relationship. So sometimes parents forget because they just want to do parenting right. They just want to not quote unquote mess up their kids, and so they get caught up in the in holding standards or or is this the right rule to hold in my household? And they might forget that from day one the foundation that they could benefit from as a whole family is creating a relationship with each child because each kiddo is unique. Now, if I was talking to you in the context of, okay, if you're a helping professional and you're going to go work with parents and youth, um, then that's a different question because uh, professionals have to balance the two 
probably conflicting goals of a parent and a child. You know, think about a teenager and their relationship with their parent and how that can often result in conflict where one, you know, the teenager wants to stay out later and the parent says, absolutely not. And so if you were to help both of them at the same time work on their relationship, you have to kind of get to know each of them, but also um, how can you accommodate their goals but still keep them as a whole family unit and work toward progress that matters to both of those, you know, subgroups. So that's kind of a different and challenging dynamic there. Mm -hmm. Um, What are, what roles does effective communication play in with working with parents and youth? Yeah. Communication, that is huge because um, it does depend on the stage of development that a child is in. When you think about, Communicating with a two-year-old compared to communicating with a 20-year-old, you know, it's that maybe one parent is a parent to both a two-year-old and a 12-year-old or a 20-year-old. And so they have to switch gears thinking about how a two-year-old will hear them differently and cannot, you know, conceptualize everything that we can in adulthood as these abstract concepts. So the communication we usually hope for in a family is clear and direct communication. And, and when it comes to setting boundaries or rules in a family, we want those to be spoken instead of hidden. And that's a healthier dynamic when, when rules or boundaries are spoken out loud compared to the ones that people just figure out because uh, they got feedback, but it wasn't like clearly stated feedback in a family. So I don't know if that's what you're getting at, but I think communication, certainly it's verbal, but it's also, it has to do with the context you're in and who you're talking to, and, and that can change what we would call effective communication. How can professionals empower parents and youth to make informed decisions and navigate challenges? Yeah, the empowerment piece is pretty critical. Yeah, I'll think about that a little bit. But I'd like to suggest both kids and parents deserve empowerment. And um, and I think a lot of times parents are discouraged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they, they're really trying hard a lot of times. They just might not know or have access to the education to know what is effective when it comes to parenting. And then similarly, um, kids can go through a lot of identity crises across their lifespan as they develop in that family with their whoever the parent or parents are. And so... Um, did you? I guess were, you were asking about a strategy for empowerment. Is that correct? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, first, I would get to know what they what they've already had success with. You know, what does that parent or that child already have success with in their life? And I would build on that and focus on how uh, we've already got tools. You've already got natural strengths. And let's let's use those first and have some success and build from there. Um, my, you know, with, with everything, I'm not your student, but, you know, if I was or anybody else or Stephanie, what would get us intrigued into your class? What could get us to be like, hey, I'm going to go to this class because Ms., Mrs. Connor's teaching is just intriguing. And I want to, like, what would intrigue me to go? I'm coming to this class because there's something in this class that I just, I have to learn. What, what does that Absolutely. Well, my first thought is your 
by taking this class, you would essentially start to reprocess your own childhood experience. Exactly. And if you were a parent, let's say, you would also be processing your real-life parent experience through the lens of the textbook authors and all the different examples we'll pull in from, you know, media. But but for sure, you it would be very personal in the sense that you get to kind of explore, you know what? I remember being young and that was hard and I wonder why that might have been hard, (laughs) you know, or you know what, I'm a parent and it's hard to feel like I'm doing the right thing. So maybe I'll learn a little something about a class that touches on parenting. So regardless of your status, I think it's definitely personally relevant. Okay. Can you share any uh, success example of positive outcome from working with Barnes and youth? Yeah, one one thing I'd like to highlight here is that the final assignment in the course is a pr- uh, program pr- proposal. So a each student in the class must develop a set of topics that they believe are important to educate parents and or youth about. And recently we kind of honed in on aspects of human sexuality that was that was kind of uh you know what we've been honing all of our topics around because that is a pretty like stigmatized topic where parents might struggle to address you know different aspects of human sexuality with their kids and yet they are their child's first resource on all of that learning their body autonomy learning you know what does it mean to go through puberty and all this stuff and how how to have like healthy romantic relationships so What's cool is that students semester after semester have been generating these really thoughtful projects of proposing how would they educate families, parents, or just young people, depending on you know what their topic is, how could they actually bring information to the public and demystify these different topics that are usually hard to know what's right in the first place. So um, in that way, I think the class is really practical. Students can take away a skill set that they might hopefully use in the future in their careers as maybe family life educators. And when it comes to the outcomes that touch the lives of real people, how powerful to you know see a parent and child potentially just with some extra education, have success enjoying or not, maybe not enjoying, but at least like getting through a conversation of difficult, <laughs> you know, human development topics of, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm going to be an adult or I'm going to, you know, go off and do college and what does this look like? And, and um, yeah, so I think the, the critical piece there is students leave with a skill set they probably didn't know they have before or they didn't develop before and then can actually use in their work later, hopefully then affecting people in the community. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you yeah. for coming here and talking to us. We really appreciate it. Um, it's been a pleasure to have you. I enjoy it. And for you answering our questions, yeah. we did not expect that. Um, you have anything to say, Stephanie? Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you. Hope to see you Good around luck. in Benton. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you.